0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ender Brady, our UK correspondent, with us now. Hi, Ender.
0: Hey, Heather. Great to speak to you again.
1: Oh, such a, it's going to be a tough test for Boris going to the polls, yeah?
0: Yes, so local elections today, so every single council seat in Scotland and Wales is up for grabs today, and 4,350 in England. So it's a big, big day, and really it's kind of our first indication as to what the British public is thinking for three years. last election, general election, was in 2019. Johnson came in with a massive landslide, victory of 80 seats, majority in the House of Commons, But he's had a rocky few weeks and months. So what we have today, council elections, on the face of it, it's not going to get him out of power, even if it's a disaster. We'll know over the weekend the results. But I think if they are really bad, what's likely to happen is you will see some movement internally where people will start joining up the dots and wondering and worrying about what could possibly happen had it been a general election. But make no mistake, it's been a damaging few months for the Johnson premiership.
1: Inder, on the other side, though, I mean, you know, it's not really all that flesh for Labour either, is it?
0: No, that's the problem. If you were a Labour strategist, you would be wondering why hasn't Keir Starmer punched through? Mm. So he he's, comes across as a kind of steady Eddie type character. He's very, very different to Johnson. I mean, he used to run the Crown Prosecution Service here, so he's a lawyer by trade. He is someone that comes across as a little bit vanilla I think, with the British public, whereas Johnson is very much Marmite and an awful lot of people do like Marmite still. So <laughs> it, it's fascinating what's going on. But ultimately, that will be the choice at the next election unless either party changes leader. Um, but it's a, it's a big, big day for Boris Johnson. Make no mistake. He's, the, the message seems to have gone out to voters today that they need to forget about the mistakes being made in Westminster and, hey, Look at all the great work we're doing on your local council. That's what the conservative councillors are saying anyway.
1: So tell me how it works to your mind, right? OK, so if you're annoyed with the Tories because you're annoyed with Boris, you might switch your vote over to Labour in these council elections. But does if you do switch your vote over, can Keir Starmer take any of the credit for it? I mean, he's kind of slightly removed, but can he say that he, vote, he, he attracted some of that over?
0: Look, I think if it's a win for Labour and they come out way, way ahead across the country and they win more seats and, and take control of more town councils and city councils, Starmer will absolutely want to take credit for it. Mm. But I, I think it, it's, a, it's a fascinating dynamic. He really needs to start upping his game now, be more visible and get his message out because, you know, we're several years into his leadership of Labour. And still, he hasn't managed to land the punch on the guy who many would say has been one of the weakest prime ministers we've seen here in living memory.
1: Yeah, well, and, and he's got a gift in the cost of living crisis, and that's just about to get worse. The Bank of England expected to raise interest rates.
0: Yeah, going up to 1% today, that's the whisper. And it's funny, so the Halifax sent out a, a letter and an email to their customers on Tuesday, would you believe, telling them about the impending Interest rate decision rise, they say it was by mistake, but I think someone pressed the button on the email a little bit too quickly. So um, interest rates, as of later today, likely to go up to 1%. And uh, look, uh, 20 years ago, people would have bitten your hand off to have a a 1% mortgage or 1% above base rate. But the bottom line is this will be the highest that they've been in 13 years. And combine that with the cost of petrol, diesel, heating your house, rising food costs, Yeah, we are in a cost-of-living crisis and I think a lot of families this summer and for the rest of this year are really, really going to struggle.
1: Enda, tell me, do you think that $14 million for Maradona's jersey is a bargain? I'll
0: tell you what, I'd love to know who's bought it, who has $14 million to spend on a soccer jersey. So this goes back to the quarter final of the World Cup 1986. Maradona handled the ball against England into the net and then four minutes later went and scored one of the greatest goals of all time. And Argentina go on to win the trophy, and he becomes the hero. And this is all just four years after the Falklands War between the two countries. So I guess there'll never be a sporting piece of memorabilia like it. Steve Hodge was the lucky owner. He was the England player who swapped jerseys with Maradona at the final whistle. A lot of the players on the pitch that day criticized Hodge for taking Maradona's jersey and and having it. Um, But he's laughing now. I mean, $14 million. It is just a staggering sum of money. I would dearly love to know who has bought it. Now, the Maradona family, the Argentine government and the Argentinian Football Association, they made a desperate last bid to to get it so it could be brought back to Buenos Aires and put in a museum. Uh, That has failed. So someone out there today has a piece of fabric that they've just paid $14 Fourteen million dollars for, and a very funny aside, Heather. Um, my boyhood hero Liam Brady. We're not related. He played for Ireland. He played for Arsenal, Juventus, Inter Milan. Um, Liam is a very dear friend of mine. Liam has a Maradona jersey from 1979 from a friendly played in Dublin, and Liam finished the match. And at the end, this young kid came up to him uh, and had a jersey in his hand and wanted Liam's shirt, and Liam gave it to him. And Lean kept the Argentinian jersey and never thought anything more of it. And a couple of years later, this kid suddenly turns out to be Diego Maradona. So I've seen that jersey myself. It's not worth $14 million, obviously, because it wasn't played in that match. But um, there you go. It's, uh, it's fascinating to have even touched it.
1: <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Inda, thank you so much. Inda Brady, our UK correspondent.